May it please the listeners. My name is Rich Schoenstein, and this is Law Brief. With me today is my partner from our intellectual property group, Mark Rosenberg. How you doing, Mark? Doing good, Rich. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. We're going to return to a topic we have covered a little bit before, the Amazon Neutral Patent Evaluation Procedure, by which I mean Amazon the company, not the river. Mark, remind us, what is the Amazon Neutral Patent Evaluation Procedure? It is a form of dispute resolution for utility patents, where a owner of utility patent sees a product being sold on Amazon in the Amazon marketplace by a third-party seller and files a complaint with Amazon saying that somebody's infringing my patent. And Amazon, instead of taking the product down right away, puts the dispute into a evaluation process where a third-party neutral evaluator decides whether or not there's infringement. So basically, Amazon helps set up a procedure to determine whether or not there's been a patent violation. That's correct. And what do you mean, uh, you know, uh, when you say utility patent? So there's several types of patents. Utility patents and invention patents. Think of a, a mechanical clock. It's the, how the, the gears inside work. There's other patents type called design patents, which are the ornamental designs of a product. Think the shape of a VW Beetle. And then there are method patents, how things are made or work. So this only has to do with the initial evaluation, only has to do with utility patent disputes. All right. So let's imagine a situation where there's a seller on Amazon. We will call them the seller. And then there's somebody who claims to own a patent on what's being sold. We'll call them the objector. And the objector raises a patent claim. What happens? What does Amazon do? So Amazon will decide, we're going to put this dispute into a neutral patent evaluation. And right now, it's not clear what basis Amazon is using to put some disputes into a patent evaluation and others not. But for the ones that are, what happens first is Amazon sends a notification to the objector, the patent owner, and says... Your dispute is now in a, in a neutral evaluation, and you have two weeks to sign this agreement saying that you will be willing to participate in the evaluation. If the patent owner does not sign the evaluation agreement, the product remains listed and the dispute is over. Right, because, because Amazon says if you're not willing to participate in our process, we're not going to pay any attention to your claim. That's correct. And it's a good way of weeding out bad faith claims, which was a problem uh, before this procedure started. So if the patent owner signs the agreement, the agreement then gets forwarded on to the seller and the seller has three weeks to sign. And if the seller does not sign and agree to participate in the evaluation, the accused product on Amazon, the listing comes down right away. Okay. Okay. So let me, but if the seller agrees to participate and signs the agreement, then the evaluation moves forward. Okay. So hold on, hold on right there. So if the objector isn't willing to go in the process, Amazon sort of disregards the objection. 
And if the seller isn't willing to go into the process, Amazon essentially concludes that the objector must have a point and takes down the product. Yes. Okay. So now let's assume that both the seller and the objector are willing to play ball or, uh, or do this evaluation. What happens next? Next, and this is really a second preliminary stage, is that a, an evaluator is named. An evaluator are typically patent practitioners. What I've seen in the number of evaluations I've done is they do patent litigation. And most have technical backgrounds, but not all. And at the same time that the evaluator is named, both sides have two weeks to submit $4,000 to the evaluator, which will cover the cost of the evaluation. If the IP owner, the patent owner, does not submit its $4,000, the evaluation doesn't go forward and the product remains up. If the seller does not submit its $4,000, the product listing comes down. And it's important to note with the $4,000, the $8,000, this is an expensive proceeding. No that at the end of the proceeding, the winner gets their money back. You and I first talked about this program on this podcast about a year and a half ago in uh, in one of our first episodes. I guess what I'm asking is, why are you back today? What brings you back to us? So in the year and a half since we've spoken, I've represented clients, both IP owners and sellers, in a number of these neutral patent evaluations. And I really have gotten some significant experience. And I've learned a lot about what these proceedings really are in that time frame. Okay, so tell us more. What have you learned? What are some tips you've picked up? These are really miniature patent litigations that is similar to a patent litigation in a federal district court, except in a very, very condensed time frame and, and, and far less expense. A patent litigation in court can take years and cost over a million dollars in legal fees. Anything in court can take years and cost over a million dollars in legal fees, but uh, but I hear you about a patent dispute. Yes. And, and these the evaluations, from the time the parties are put on notice that there's an evaluation occurring to the time the evaluator renders his or her decision, is between three and four months, and for a fraction of the cost. In the evaluations, really all the rules that apply to patent litigation really apply to the patent evaluations. So the attorneys who are in this really need to know their stuff when it comes to patent litigation. You can't get by just saying, well, I represent Amazon sellers. I know how to do that. I know how to do commercial litigation. What's the difference? There's a huge difference if you don't have patent litigation experience. Yeah. Who are the evaluators? Who's deciding these in this Amazon program? In my personal experience, and also based on what I've read, is all attorneys who practice in the patent space. Most are litigators. Most, but not all, have technical backgrounds, engineering degrees, uh, degrees in uh, physics. And in my experience, they all know their stuff. They base their decisions purely on the papers. That's another thing. It's the entire proceeding is based on paper. There's no oral argument. There's no hearings. There's not even phone calls. There's no speaking at all. <laughs> no speaking at all. So the evaluators, they come with legal expertise and patent expertise, and I guess you're saying even maybe industry expertise. So you're getting a real serious, sophisticated evaluation of the claim, right? Correct. And one way of looking at it is you're getting actually a more experienced decider than you do when you go to court and deal with a judge. because. 
the overwhelming majority of judges do not have patent experience before they got on the bench. Right. And one thing you would commonly do in a patent case in court is hire an expert witness to help explain to the court your side of the case. That's correct. I gather you don't do that in an Amazon dispute. You can if you want. If you have a very complex patent, it may be necessary to explain why. You know, explain the patent and explain why there's infringement or no infringement. I've heard of that being done. But again, there's no testimony. It's just the expert will put in a declaration. Okay. And again, I think you said it's not clear which disputes get brought into this procedure and which don't. That's correct. When a patent owner submits a notice of infringement on Amazon, it just it goes into a mysterious box. Some of these notices of infringement appear to right away lead to a neutral evaluation, and others don't. The others, Amazon will send you an email back saying, work it out amongst yourselves between the patent owner and the seller. However, patent owners who I've represented have been able to request the evaluation when they try to work it out with the seller, and typically the seller doesn't even respond. And then you go back to Amazon and ask for an evaluation, and Amazon, in my experience, will grant the evaluation. Okay. What do you like? What are the pros of this evaluation procedure as you see it? The biggest ones are the speed and the relatively small expense compared to patent litigation. I like the fact that the evaluators are experienced patent practitioners. So you get a good decision for a reasonable amount of money and it's quick. I like the fact representing sellers that their product doesn't come down during the evaluation, that the product stays up. And if they have a good faith argument and they win, the product continues to stay up. On the patent owner's side, they know for a fact that if they win the evaluation, the product listing comes down right away. Let me ask you about the the sort of scope of the decision. I get it that the seller has a product, there's an objector, and if the objector wins, the seller has to take the product down off of Amazon. Is that decision applicable elsewhere? Suppose the seller then goes to a different site or goes to sell them in person somewhere. Is that a binding decision? Absolutely not. First, just, let me just correct something that you said. The seller does not take down the product. Amazon takes down the product. Okay, the fair enough. No control. There's no binding effect of the decision. Although I would think, and I've never seen this litigated, that if the seller then goes sells his product on another website and the patent owner starts a patent infringement litigation in court, the fact that the seller has lost the evaluation can be used against the seller as to whether or not there's been intentional infringement. And with intentional infringement, it raises the issue of, of enhanced damages and the payment of the patent owner's legal fees. Right. Because once you've gone through the Amazon process, it would be hard to say with a straight face that you didn't know there was an infringement claim out there. Correct. And that your, that your defense uh, may have holes in it. Have you seen any litigation regarding this procedure? Has anybody tried to reverse a decision of an Amazon-neutral evaluator? I have not seen that. But keep in mind that either side, it's not really reversing the decision, is that you're free to start another litigation in court. When you sign the evaluation agreements, there's no requirement that you state, I will not go to court if I'm not happy with the decision. And you know, even if a patent owner wins, it still can go to court and try to get damages. 
Right, I see. Because the only thing that's being decided is whether or not the product is going to stay for sale on Amazon. That's correct. Okay. All right. So tell us now, what are the negatives of this procedure? What, 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 is it, what have you learned about why you wouldn't necessarily want to be uh, in the Amazon getting your patent evaluated? The negatives are what I see are less on the patent owner side and more on the seller side. And one of the rules of the evaluation has to do with the invalidity of the patent being asserted. Some patents are not valid. Why? Because prior to the one year prior to filing, someone else was selling the product that the patent claims, or there's another patent out there that really is the same thing that the patent covers that that was previously filed, or there's a description in print of the claimed invention. For the most part, you can't bring, the seller cannot bring any of that into the evaluation. So the patent owner may be going forward on a patent that it knows that's invalid and may even know it's invalid, but because of the rules of the evaluation, the seller cannot raise that defense. There's some limited exceptions that they're primarily that the seller's product is the invalidating prior art, or there's irrefutable evidence that's independently verified that there's a prior art product. Uh, Prior art patents don't count in the evaluation and prior art publications don't count in in the evaluation. And I've actually seen it that the seller has a problem because if they say this is an invalid patent, what's the point of doing the evaluation? Their product comes down immediately. Right. Does that give does that give patent owners an ability to game the system a little bit? Is that becoming an issue? I haven't seen a game this way. And if that happened, you know, using a knowingly invalid patent, it, it sets the patent owner up for an unfair trade practices uh, claim. In court, and in some states, that's a very uh, expensive claim to lose. Right in court, you couldn't have an unfair trade practice claim in Amazon. Correct. Yes. And then the court, the damages are are quite severe. Like in New Mexico, a claim like that is the damages are automatically trebled and the party who engaging the unfair trade practice has to pay legal fees. Okay. Are there other ways in which patent owners are taking advantage of this system? Yes. I think that some patent owners are essentially trying to bully the sellers. The thinking that the sellers, particularly those that are not based in the United States, are just not going to put up a defense. And they're asserting weak, if not baseless claims in their notices of infringement, assuming that the seller is not going to sign the evaluation, let alone pay the $4,000. And I've seen now in a number of occasions representing sellers that the moment the seller signs the evaluation agreement, the patent owner withdraws his complaint. That's interesting. And why would a patent owner do that? Because they're selling competitive products and they're just trying to get the seller out of the way? Exactly. It's really anti-competitive conduct. Well, let me ask you a a different global question, which maybe we touched on a little bit when you first were here with this topic. It's interesting, right? You know, Amazon has become bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think started with books, if I remember. And now you can get anything on there, plumbing supplies, food, I don't know what else. But now you can go there for litigation. Is there any criticism about the idea that Amazon is now offering a form of dispute resolution? 
Oh, there has been criticism that that exactly that that Amazon is privatizing litigation, and I disagree. I believe that the neutral evaluation is a great alternative to litigation in court because of the price, because of the expense, and because of the speed. So I have no problems with it. And moreover, if somebody's not happy with the result, they can always go to court. You're not precluded from doing that. I, I don't buy that argument that they're privatizing. Sure, they're setting up a privatized system, but neither side is really harmed by it. Yeah, I could see its advantages. I mean, especially, you know, right now, our courts are really taxed even more than we've been used to in our practice, just by the circumstances. And I would think having a streamlined procedure available would be a big plus, both for the people in dispute and actually for the courts, right? 100% agree with it. All right, Mark, thank you so much. Uh, Can you remind us the sort of scope and shape of your legal practice? I am an intellectual property attorney, and I have a vast litigation experience, primarily in patents, trademarks, and copyrights. So I've been lit- litigating in federal courts around the country for over 30 years. So very well experienced in all aspects of litigation. I help clients with their um, transactional needs in intellectual property and with clearing uh, trademarks uh, before they're used. Excellent. Now, we finish these episodes with a closing argument. So what would you give us as a takeaway as of March of 2021 for the neutral patent evaluation process that Amazon is running? I think it's an unqualified success. And I'm someone who complains a lot. I really have no complaints about the neutral evaluation process. It works, it's fast, the results are fair, and it benefits both sides. And if neither side, if one side isn't happy, they can always go to court. So nobody is precluded from doing something that they want to do. I hope to see the neutral evaluation process expanded into design patents. And that's because there are a large number of bad faith design patent infringement allegations being made on Amazon. Right now, the neutral evaluation process is only for utility patents. So I'd like to see it expand to include design patents. I think you would see is that the bad faith allegations of infringement go way down because of that. Well, and I think we've seen over the life of Amazon that when they move into one area, they're likely to move into the next, right? Correct. Um, And the interesting thing is this was announced as, as a beta project. Amazon has not said whether or not this can be. This is permanent. We'll see. Hopefully, it is. But what I do see is that the, the Amazon is is having more and more of these evaluations. So I think that's a good sign that th- this process is going to stick around for a while. All right. Well, Mark, I've been your law partner for five years, but I'm going to leave entirely alone your comment that you complain a lot. And instead, I'm just going to thank you for joining us again today and sharing this with us all. Thank you, Rich. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you again for listening to Law Brief. Now here's something lawyerly, a disclaimer. We are not your lawyers. We do not have an attorney-client relationship, and this podcast does not constitute legal advice. If you need legal advice, you should contact and engage counsel of your own choosing 
who can best address your own situation and particular needs. You can find more information about our law firm, me, and many of our guests at our website, www.tartarkrinsky.com. We are a mid-size, full-service firm located in New York City and New Jersey. If you want to contact us for any reason, be it comments, topic ideas, or anything else, you can email us at podcast at You can also follow this podcast on iTunes, among other places, and we would very much appreciate it if you rate or review us. I'm Rich Schoenstein, and this was Law Brief.